Alrighty, hello, hello everybody, and welcome, welcome back. back to the McDoncast, the funnest podcast in town. Tucker, you gotta hit play. Oh, you're right, I forgot. It's very late. The funnest podcast in town, the only podcast around. And no, you paused it again. Oh, that but why does that remote have a pause play button on it? There it's weird. All right, but yes, we are back. We are here, and we have the the worst news I think we've ever had to cover. Guys, on the it's been uh, a couple weeks. We didn't record an episode last week. Yes, uh, we were busy with stuff. The episode before that, we didn't cover any news. So yes, it's so been it's a been a while. There was a lot of news. We don't have all the news. We're going to talk about a couple of major stories. Uh, one uh, you probably heard about regarding a certain Nintendo video game adaptation. Yes. Well, let's get let's give everybody a brief rundown here. We got so many things to to review. Just a lot of stuff. I picked a really good um, time to record as well. Yes. It's, it's also PM. almost 11. And I have a Tucker... five-hour car ride tomorrow morning. And I have to wake up at 5, so... Very cool. I'm not going to sleep today. Very cool, very cool. Um, we got trailers. We got more scheduling delays. We got some strike stuff and some Joe Biden stuff to talk about. Uh, we got Zelda movie and we got Marvel Studios is assembled. I'm so tired of hearing people say that. Stop saying that. You're not wrong, but stop. Say a different sentence, well, please. Sam, let's start off. Let's uh, talk about some trailers. So what there was trailers three major trailers this week. The first one was for The Kingdom. Did you, did you put any of the links? I did not put any links Why? In. Why didn't you do that? I forget every time. Why did you get mad at me being like, why didn't you watch any of my trailers and then not put any trailers? Because you have access to YouTube, Sam. You can yeah, just but you just wrote up. the word trailers. You didn't even say what they were. They're in my notes. Well, I'm not going to read all your notes. Gotta read my notes. Okay, there we go. Now we got the trailer. Going. Anyway, so this is um. One. So this I is obviously sleep. the fourth. I guess technically the fourth film in the reboots. They did, uh, Rise and then Dawn and then War. And now Kingdom of the Planet. And now Kingdom. Of the Apes. However, this one takes place like hundreds of years after those. You know what? Conceptually, films? is really, 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 really lame. What's that, Sam? A monkey is fighting humans. For context, Sam has not seen a single Planet of the Apes film. I've seen the original one where they from the Charlton Heston one. Yeah, where they where they <laughs> have her stack the cubes and then she goes, "I don't like bananas." Remember that part? It was like the old old one or like the, the one first... the one where they capture her and put her in the thing and she stacks some blocks and then she goes like. Humph. And they go, huh, why'd you stack all the blocks if you're not going to eat the banana? And she goes, I don't like bananas. Was, was that one of the more recent ones? No, it was one of the, the old ones. Okay, so, they okay, for context, they did three Apes movies recently. Uh, Matt Reeves did, of course, from The Batman, did Dawn and War, which were the last two. Andy Serkis was involved in all three. He played the main monkey. Caesar, I think. Caesar, yeah. And uh, so he's departed the franchise. Uh, Andy Serkis is out. Matt Reeves is, of course, working on more Batman. Is this stuff. a Mario movie prequel? So this is uh, this is hundreds of years after. I'm just going to skip over <laughs> that because what am I supposed to do with that? Think about it. No. You know, in the Mario movie, there's the the Kong Kingdom. Think about it. They they can all talk. Donkey Kong can't talk. Yeah, he can, he does in the movie. 
Remember, he's Seth oh, Rogen. In the movie. That's what I'm saying. It's a it's a Mario movie prequel. Is the monk? Well, but no. In the Mario movie, they live in New York. In the Planet of the Apes, is a post-apocalyptic. So then, this world. takes place in the universe that Mario. Unless goes the Mushroom to. Kingdom, they're not actually traveling to a different like universe. They're traveling to the future. Like yeah, the distant, maybe. distant future. Or maybe he just goes to the universe where the Planet of the Apes happened, and that's the that's the Planet the, of the Apes, the Mushroom are... Kingdom universe. Like it's two no, alternate I mean, dimensions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the pipe took him to the alternate universe. That anyway, is the... this is nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, this one follows. Uh, this one's two hundred years later. Follows a new character, uh, who I can look up the name of because I don't think they say it. Let me just read the log line. His name is uh, Caligula. Uh, director Wes Ball, who will be discussing again later. Oh goody! Um, breathes new life into the global epic franchise set oh, several generations now? in the future following Caesar's reign. In which apes are the dominant species living harmoniously and humans have been reduced to living in the shadows. As a new tyrannical ape leader builds his empire, one young ape undertakes a harrowing journey that will cause him to question all that he has known about the past and to make choices that will define a future for apes and humans alike. Um, they're doing ape wars, ape, ape uprising, the ape revolution. Yay. I sure want to watch the monkeys um, fight. My main question with this, and I'm sure they're planning to do several of these, probably a whole new trilogy um is are they eventually just going to work their way into remaking the original movies from like the 50s because the 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 more recent ones have all been prequels yeah and they don't like directly contradict those original ones so my question is are they just going to like work their way back around because this is essentially where the, the around the time take place. yeah because of course the humans go into space and they come back and, and then the whole planet is ruled by apes and yeah. they're like whoa 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 what's what? going on and the statue of liberty is like in the spell sand down. and yeah yeah everyone knows that shot everyone no knows that because it's on the poster that shot anyway uh as far as i'm aware there are no bad planet of the apes movies maybe the tim burton one there's a tim burton one yeah he remade Planet of the Apes in the early 2000s. Do you remember this? There was a whole... I know you're a big nostalgia critic fanboy. He made a whole review. I, I don't... When did he make that review? Many years ago. And I probably saw it and have since forgotten about it. Yeah, no, um... Is that might have been the one that I'm talking about. Maybe it was. Maybe it was the, the Tim Burton one. Was it with... Did the Tim Burton one have, like, live-action human and ape costumes? Oh, oh I believe they were that one then. And that's a different one. But anyway, um, yeah, this this looks pretty solid though. I don't, I'm a I, just, Day. I just cannot bring myself to care at all about playing the franchise. What if we, what if we watch? This, what if I show you the first three and you become a big fan? I, I'll be like, wow, yep, they sure are fighting the monkeys, aren't they? Well, the the monkeys are the good guys. Wow, the monkeys sure are fighting humans, aren't they? Yeah, the humans are actually. That's the big twist. Wow, no, no way. You don't say. <laughs> you mean like the plot twist in? Every movie where humans are fighting another group of guys. <laughs> anyway, this looks fine. It looks fun enough. I'm sure it'll be uh, sure it'll be a fine sequel to the. I don't know how much audience interest there is in Apes. That's what I'm saying. Like in the 19, when were the original ones made? Like the 70s. Well, okay. Well, the the um, Rise and Dawn both did really well. War kind of underperformed, but it also came out. In like the middle of like a super super overcrowded. Yeah, summer. I remember it, was, it came out and it, it was came like out stacked. In, it that came out in the summer of 2017 when like every movie was coming out. Like I came out, like I think it came out like a week after Spider Man. Yeah. So like, what what do you really expect it to do? Um, but I, I don't know. Audience interest is changing. Uh, it's been six years since the last one, which doesn't seem that long. But 
it's COVID's happened since then, so it feels like 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I just, I personally just cannot bring myself to be interested in in Monkey Wars. Well, now you'll have to watch it because of the director. You'll have to be familiar with his work. Yeah, we'll get to that. Anyway, All right, what's what's the next and trailer? There was another trailer for a, uh, for a movie called The Fall Guy, starring Ryan Gosling Ooh, and Emily Blunt. Ryan Gosling Directed and by Emily David Blunt. Leach, who did... Uh, Bullet Train, if you remember Bullet Train from a Bullet year ago. Bullet Train was okay. Yeah. Um, this is loosely, loosely based on the classic, I believe, 70s TV show. Uh, it's about a stuntman who uh, has to track down... So he's a stuntman for an actor, and the actor goes missing. And he has to track down the actor, and then it leads him into a world of crime they and They made a whole explosions. TV show about that? Yeah. How far does that premise go? Like, well, I believe at episodes? a certain point he just started basically just solving crimes full time. Yeah, like what? <laughs> does he not figure it out relatively soon? Like, how long but, are people going to care about that? Uh, the trailer looks fine. It looks pretty generic action comedy. Thing. Yeah, this looks very much like we will forget it exists. Very, but it's got very a great soon. cast: uh, Ryan Gosling, Emily Blunt, Aaron Taylor Johnson. And Ryan Gosling is also very uh, big. Big yeah, booming right now. Hannah Waddingham from Ted Lasso. Oh, uh, she's in Ted Lasso. Stephanie Sue from uh, Everywhere, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. So the cast is all like it's recently cast, popular yeah. people. Uh, and Ryan Gosling picks good projects, so I'm yeah. sure it'll be good. It looks alright. It'll it looks at least fun. be okay. Uh, David Leach is an uncertain director. Everything from John Wick One to Deadpool Two. It to looks Hobbs like Shaw, it's more man. of a like a rom com. I'm not really getting the actors missing, and he's got to save him. Well, you're also not oh, listening okay, to the go. audio. Now we're here. No, yeah, no, here we, we got go. there in the trailer. <laughs> the why did they? Really why did long. they? It's like yeah, three and a half minutes. They waited like a whole minute and a half into the trailer to to get to that part. I think they were trying to like really emphasize the stunt guy thing because without that angle, it's a fairly generic premise. Well, man goes okay. looking for guy. Okay. The fact that he's crime. a stuntman doesn't even like that is like the the least <laughs> connected you can be to another human being. Like I am this guy's stunt double. I think like that's that's not a strong. I don't think bond. it's there for the connection. I think it's there for like he did all the stunts for fake, but can he do them for real? But he's the stuntman. He was doing them for real. The actor was doing them. But for This fake. time he's getting shot at with real guns. Yeah, I mean, he was setting himself on fire and like jumping off buildings and stuff. So, again, I'd, the the premise of <laughs> can the guy who was doing all the stunts for real still also do them do for this, real again? Like, if it was the actor looking for the stuntman and now the actor has to do all the stunts for real, that's a better premise. That's a better premise because now th that's Maybe funny. They should have made that movie. But this so. movie is the guy who was doing the things is now still also doing the things for real. So. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, this um, comes out in March. Uh, then the, finally, there was a trailer for Echo. Uh, by far the most highly anticipated. Oh, you know what? I just do think I saw the whole Echo trailer. I think I went back later. Uh, it's so. This is. We'll get to it a little. Well, whatever. Um, this is going to be five episodes. They're going to drop all at once in January. It's going to release on both Disney Plus and Hulu. It's going to be Marvel's first TVMA rated show. Of course, focusing on Echo, who is a character in the I like the how Hawkeye cartoonishly mean this ice cream. How can you be a mean ice cream vendor? Like an ice cream vendor who hates and refuses to engage with children. Your target demographic. Maybe he likes all children who aren't Native American and also deaf and crippled. Is she crippled in this? Mm -hmm. Or does she get crippled later? I thought she got she crippled. Prosthetic. Well, I don't... 
I thought in the, she was no, crippled because she was in a building that the exploded. The actress has a prosthetic leg. In the yeah. comic, she doesn't, and they just had the character. No, no, I know she has a prosthetic leg in the in the, when she's an adult, but I thought yeah. when she was a little girl, she was like had two legs and then got blown up or something. That's what I, I might be getting. Maybe her, I don't think no, they ever say. I'm getting her confused with the other mob boss's daughter who was a villain in the Black Widow movie when she was blown <laughs> up and turned into Taskmaster. Oh yeah, where they stuck a computer in her brain yeah. and she could do karate and better. She learned how to be a really sucky lame. I remember of that movie. Remember when the villain was Martin Scorsese in a helicraft carrier? Yep. Oh, she's giving birth in the woods. Is that? So does that give her powers? They've changed her powers. So in the comics, Echo's thing is just she does Taskmaster thing. She yeah, she has literally moves. Taskmasters exactly. In abilities. this one, they're giving her like vixen esque abilities to like summon the powers of her Native American ancestors. I'd like that more. That's more interesting. I'm sorry. That's in. It sounds more visually interesting, but my fear is that she's gonna like summon their power and just be able to like okay all of a sudden summon the ability to have wire why was taskmaster so lame in the black widow movie because he had like no personality well because she was fighting black widow who just does karate and 80 percent of her karate is doing that one leg that one leg scissor kick flip scissor tackle grab so when that's your only move you're only going to copy that move so it was inherently uninteresting to watch. You run into that same problem here where she's only fighting like mob goons. So what's she going to do? Copy the fact that they also shoot normally? Like, Isn't Taskmaster still alive? Yes, but I, it's unclear if she still has her powers. Well, because uh, they deprogrammed her. Yeah, they, 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 they took the computer chip out of her, her brain. Well, no, I don't think they took it out. I think they just turned it off. But it the, had like an off switch. Wasn't the the computer was giving her the ability to to copy everyone's moves though? Yes, but we don't. But she was also like watching surveillance footage of Avengers fighting. So was that giving her her powers? Or she was. was it the she chip? the computer allows her to perfectly replicate their moves, but she has to see it in order for it to all like process. They take away her ability to do that. That that's just the lamest character ever. She's just not a character at that yeah, point. She's just a lady but I think, a skull mask. I don't know. I think this is more interesting than Echo's original powers. No, uh, it sounds fine. Uh, it looks fairly violent, which is good. A lot of people are saying this could be Marvel's Andor. No, that was just me. That was I. Said no, that. I've seen it on Twitter too. Who else said that? I saw no one else say that. Because it had. It's a show with zero expectations. A character no one cares about. And then it comes out, and ooh, it looks gritty and serious and yeah, standalone. Yeah, it does look good. It looks cool. I mean, the trailer doesn't look bad. It have, it has gone undergone a lot of reshoots. So did Andor. That's true. I don't know. It could be good. It could be every anything can be good. See, okay, I don't want it to be good for the for the just the reason I don't want to have to tell other people to watch it. Regardless of its quality, is going to be the least watched yeah, Marvel show. Because no far. one cares about Echo. Echo. Yeah, she's not even that? like a. She's not even a character that people don't know. She's a character that people who know all the characters don't know. She's a nothing character. She's not. She yeah. She's a non-character. She, now they did. There is one shot of Daredevil in this show, which I feel like will be half the marketing campaign. Is ooh look three seconds of Daredevil. Yeah, because that works so well for She Hulk. <laughs> Might as well try it again. I don't know. Kingpin's yeah, in this. Know. Kingpin's cool. He's always he looks like the scary. like a lead in this. Yeah, he's he seems patch. to have a lot of. Well, um, he's like her uncle or something, right? He's like his her dad. 
like I remember from Hawkeye, a show I yeah, watched. Yeah, her two dad years ago. worked. Her for dad him? worked for him, and then he kind of like took her under his wing, and then he had her dad killed Murdered. by Ronan, yeah. who was Hawkeye. For uns, no, I think Ronan just killed him. I don't think. I don't think. Fisk no, was I think no. Remember, because that's why she goes after Kingpin at the end, and she shoots him in the face. I thought she just shot him in the no. face because she was saving. No, Kate she Bishop. shot him in the face because. He had her dad killed, and that's in. Oh, and then he blamed it on Ronan. I don't think Ronan actually killed. No, him. Ronan was there. He did the murder. Kingpin had he paid had Ronan, Ronan? Do the murder. I don't. Ronan's remember. only I'm thing trying, is that he, okay. I'm trying to remember a TV show Ronan's, I saw two years ago. In Ronan's only thing is that he hunts down members of organized crime like units. He wouldn't yeah. work with Fisk. I think Fisk just blamed it on him, and it made sense because he hunts oh, down. Oh no! Guys. It was something like I could just Google it, but I'm not going to. It was something like Kingpin gave Ronan a, like an anonymous tip to go take down their certain shipment or whatever. Was it wait 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 wait? And her dad was there. Was it that or was it the Swordmaster guy who was also in the show? Because he killed someone. No, he hasn't. He's he's a nothing character. He doesn't do anything. Okay, I don't remember. Just I don't. Who cares? It's the freaking Hawkeye show. <laughs> she's mad at Wilson Fisk. It doesn't matter why. She's um, gonna go get him. Although she's not gonna get him because he has to be in the Daredevil team. Yeah. So uh, this, no this show will be a nothing show, even if it's good. She's nothing never gonna show up in anything again. No. Like, what are they gonna do? With, not what do you do with the Echo character? She's. Has no powers. Oh, I guess she does have powers that they just never explored until now. Well, I'm unclear. I, I think she's going to get them in this show. Maybe there's a some powers. Why now, though? She'll probably go under. Oh, she's some, a mutant. And she'll another. probably do some sort of mind palace trauma dump thing. All right, what's next? I don't. Uh, we're all right. Uh, cool, Sam. Some movies got delayed. Snow White. The uh, now we have an excuse to put. Rachel Zegler's face in the, the thumbnail. The Rachel Zegler Snow White and, movie. And big explosions in the background and whoop all over yeah, the title. Yeah, we can say the the Disney's woke Disney's media woke ember, ending. They're no more, no Disney, more money. No more woke Disney's. <laughs> uh, anyway, Snow White was delayed a whole year for, uh, to March 21st of 2025. They released an image which has Snow White and the dwarves. And the seven goblin and men. And the dwarves are in it still. The seven... Full height goblin people. They're dwarves again, but now they're they're obviously CGI. Well, they're not dwarves because they're so, like the height of a average person. Here's what I think happened. I think they shot the movie without the dwarves. Yes. And then they went back, realized people were mad about them. They were mad about other people being mad about their being dwarves and are now taking a full year to re-CGI the entire movie so they're by Sonic CGIing the, the dwarves the over the people. They're Sonic the Hedgehogging it. That is the only explanation for this. Other than they are so scared of the controversy around it that they're like wanting to wait a whole maybe year to just, release it. Maybe just don't release it. Maybe just write it off for taxes. Maybe do that. Well, if they, I guarantee you that that would be more profitable. I, I can almost guarantee you that that There's would be no way it can because they've definitely spent like $250 million on this. Yeah, but it's going to lose money. Like a billion, million percent. It's going to lose money, but it's less likely to lose money than it just never being released. Oh no! Also, they can't because they have they've committed to like because if they don't release it, then the angry action figure wall guys win. Yeah, and that's what they want. But actually, that's not true. They want this to be released. Yeah, because then they can make eighty five videos this, on no, it. They made this movie just for those guys. This movie's for them. Yeah, that the target audience is people who will be mad at this movie, and so and Disney knows that. That's why. Yeah, and give it free market. That is exactly you know why? why Disney 
casted, how they casted for this movie. It was just to specifically target action figure wall guys. That's it. That's what it's for. And you know this because no one cared about it when they announced it. Only like very they only recently. only started caring recently. Was there like a targeted viral. campaign to yell about it? Yeah. yeah. That was so weird too. Like, okay. We, it was so weird that they were all overreacting to like interview clips from a year before. Like they were in, they were, they were freaking about, about interview clips from like a year ago. Yeah. So like they obviously didn't care then. And then all of, the all sudden, of a sudden they randomly started. I'm playing. outraged. I okay, my biggest question is why again? Why didn't they just make her hair white? That is the the a brain dead child could have come up with that as a replacement for I the, think if you didn't want to do white skin, white hair is so I think what it's easy gonna be to is do. that it's you snow white because her heart is pure. Was her heart white? No, but it's pure. Okay, but that's, like that's a different... But white is not doesn't inherently mean purity. Thematically, it means purity in most uh, works of art. That's a weird message to have. <laughs> <laughs> that's a... See, that's, uh, in my opinion, worse. Like, significantly worse. Yeah, they should have just given her white hair. And, okay, the... Oh, my gosh. Okay, the dwarves. So Peter Dinklage was mad at, yep. the, at Disney in the 1930s now, or 20s. Okay. Doing the dwarves. Shout dirt. out to Peter Dinklage that he definitely got this company to delay this major release like two years and also spend fifty million dollars. Like he did that single handedly. That man. <laughs> and he didn't like the way the dwarves were represented, which you know that's fine, understandable. Um, so Disney was like, okay, we'll make them like vaguely kind of hobo looking guys, <laughs> and then people were like, no, I want dwarves, and so Disney's like, okay, compromise. We hire no dwarves. The dwarf actors get no work. I think they... And we make them giant, creepy Sam, goblin men. They're, uh, they're little people. The little people get mm -hmm. no work. I think they well, hired in the one. movie, they're dwarves. They're called dwarves in the movie. That's true. Well, probably not now. But I think the... They probably won't call them dwarves. Well, they're like... Fantasy dwarves and humans with dwarfism are two different things. That's true. So I'm talking about the dwarves Stupid in the people movie. on the internet don't know that. Yeah, so the little people <laughs> get no work... And instead, we have weird, giant, nightmarish, giant goblin people who will be voiced by like C tier celebrities. Very cool. Oh my Thanks, gosh. Disney. Miley Cyrus is one of the door. It'll be stuff I, like that. That's so cool. So weird looking. Why did they? Okay, you know what? They they're are, so obviously cartoons. They're so opposite creepy. Sonic the Hedgehogging it. They're taking a normal looking thing and making, making it look it weird. Yes. Where in Sonic, they took a creepy, weird-looking thing and made it look normal. This is good. This is good. This is progress. This is cool. This, this will not backfire at all. Now, I do think it was smart to delay it because I think people will run out of things to yell about by the time it comes out. No, they won't. They'll just have more time to yell about stuff. Also, yeah. now, now both sides will be mad because Gal Gadot's also in it. People are not fans. Are not, for reasons I am not even going to touch. We are not getting into that. Um, people are mad at Gal Gadot right now. Now, that will probably die off before the movie comes out. But the Rachel Zegler thing definitely will not. That will just, they no, just keep yell barking about it, about it until it's time. over. There was um, a YouTuber. Uh, I don't remember his name because there's a million of his type. Of the quartering. Who, one of them. One of the quartering type people who made like 130-something videos about Rachel Zegler, That's Snow White, so in like awesome. a month. Imagine being that insane. Imagine it that level of insanity. No, you know what? 
it's not it's not crazy to me the people who make them because it's, it's such an obvious grift of like oh, it's so easy it prints money for them yeah no it's so it's easy it's the people who watch it and like take it seriously that uh, that amaze me why would you watch every single one of them 127 videos about the same thing and nothing is nothing you know he's just gonna say the same stuff every time because there's been okay this is another thing that has made me mad about this whole movie there's been no news on it there's been no news and so people just make up news and then assume it's true they're like guys disney is taking a year to replace rachel zegler and then i've seen like probably five or six TikToks. she's like been that. fired at least nine times yeah she's a, a, according to TikTok, <laughs> she's been fired like a million times and every time i just comment none of this is true there are no sources for this this is made up and that's always the number one comment because it always gets like the most likes because people are like oh it's fake it's not real no i've heard people in like real life fall for it yeah no i've heard people say that too i think patrick did i'm like why do you i don't understand it it's amazing to me it's literally just people sitting in a room making up random crap about a from a from a spot of zero authority or legitimacy and just total dullards believing them it's it's the, it's it's the same energy to me as the like guys dave filoni is gonna reboot the star wars universe it's like no source that's my grandma it's source like, i hope it happens yeah. like no that's not a source it's it's crazy i don't I, okay, again, I understand the people who make them because it prints it's, money. Yeah, it's easy it's money. It's such an easy grift. If we wanted free money, we would just become okay, those guys. I don't even fault the people who believe the story because when it's repeated ad nauseum, you probably yeah. just assume that like, oh, well, I mean, that can't be not real. This guy keeps saying it over and over again. But it's the people who do watch like every, every video single, of that's, that. Like, I don't... Do you not get bored <laughs> after like the first three? Because they're just saying the same thing over and over again. This is too woke. Disney's too woke. This is gonna bomb. All right. Snow White should be white. It's just that. It's just that. And like... A, 12 minutes at a time, eight times a day. And there's like... there's no, It's not even an entirely wrong... Like, if you are, like, someone who is... what What is Snow White? Like, German culturally from i, I think i think it's, a, it's, it's from a, germany it's a what it's a what fairy it's a grim fairy grim's tale, right? grim i think they're german right i could understand the character called snow white because her skin is white i could understand you being like what why'd you change that that's understandable what's not understandable yeah, is the 127th video of yeah. it like okay you've said your piece disney's not gonna change I, it I, no matter crazy. how many videos you make or how many videos you watch so what's the point i don't know um Anyway, other news. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's it for Snow White. Elio. Oh wait, there's the other Snow White that is now that was. That's not a real thing. I love that. That is made I up. I can't wait for that movie. I I can't wait. Too. I hope it releases. In I can't theaters. wait for it to be the worst thing ever, and all those people on the internet decrying the that it's way Snow better. White will have to sit there and claim that they think this movie's good. Uh, I can't. What wait. if it's not even bad? Honest, okay. There's a literally a zero percent chance it's good. If they literally just copy the story word for word, sure yeah. the acting would probably be bad. Cause I I'm sorry, what's her name? Brett Cooper. Brett Cooper. Girl Ben Shapiro. I have no idea if she's a good actor or not. I've never seen her act. I think she did like a Disney channel work. Maybe maybe. Maybe she's like a fine actress. I don't know. Maybe she's terrible. But like if they just take the story of Snow White and just repeat it point for point it's not going to be bad they're probably it's not going to it'll be like a b movie they're you know it's not going to be terrible their budget is 
ungodly that's low. the th- they're gonna have like a 10 million dollar budget max. it's gonna be like insane like the teaser they released was just like drone shots of the woods it's just it's just the her, entire the movie is gonna take place in a forest it's just brett cooper being like because like and that, that was it the whole this whole thing started with the dwarf thing but they can't do the dwarves like they're not gonna they don't have the money to do the dwarves unless they hire actual but they're people. not going to <laughs> they, they might they might do it just to spite disney See, that's the thing, is every decision that they're going to make during the creative process of this it's movie just whatever, will what be is, to spite Disney. Yeah. It's and just I, crazy. I'm, I, for one, cannot wait. Um, anyways, what else do we have? So, Elio got pushed back to June 13th, 2020. What is Elio? 2024. Oh, that's the Pixar alien Yeah, so movie. that one... Um, that's the Pixar, the Pixar adaptation of Mars Needs Moms. Remember that movie? Yeah, it was supposed to come out next year. Now it's going to come out in 2025. It's... It, it slid back two spots to correspond with Snow White. So I guess that one needs another year in the oven. Okey I don't know. Well, there. I don't think it needs another year. I think they're just trying to fill out that the time gap between them. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon, the live action remake that's been delayed two months to June 13th, 2025. Obviously, they probably were supposed to start shooting. That, that was even can't. coming out. Um, this is not a delay. This is a new thing. The Black Phone 2 released June 27th, 2025. Do you remember the Black Phone? Remember people like saying that it existed. It's pretty good. I remember um, people watched it and then forgot about it immediately. I, I saw it. It's pretty good. I have no idea what you would do with a sequel to that. There's a different phone. That There's like nothing else to do with that premise. In the movie, is there a black phone? There is a black phone in the movie. So do, do you ever know who it's calling? Is that in the movie? The, the phone is not connected to anything. It It's pos- through listening to the phone, you can hear like, the voices of all the other dead children he's killed oh, so it's like a and haunted then, phone yeah and so the dead children like give him tips on how to escape the basement so okay what if this time there's we we see on the other side the mm-hmm. phone that they the ghost kids have <laughs> and it turns out that it's also five nights at freddy's and then where is this going <laughs> freddy has the phone and those are the kids that he murdered that doesn't make any sense the black phone no guy I, but i believe william Afton. sure i uh, i believe they kill the killer at the end of the movie what if it's they do a saw where there's just another it's just one. another one the, phone is, the, the phone is thing. red this time god that's gonna be such a bore. it's gonna be called the red phone one. i know scott derrickson's coming back to do it so i don't know yeah they'll just do a copycat killer then that's the easiest thing to yeah. do yeah they follow uh they announced that that's the sequel to it follows Remember that? Don't, uh, it was an indie horror film from about uh, a decade ago. It's I very heard that good. that was supposed to be good, yeah. Uh, this is a sequel. To the the writer-director is coming back, and so is the star. So I'm interested to see what that is. Um, the Salem's... Okay, this one's interesting. So Salem's Lot, which is a Stephen King book. That was the second book he ever wrote. Yes. Uh, that was supposed to be a movie for Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Gary Dauberman was going to do it. He made the entire thing. The whole thing is shot and finished. Good, good. And it's been sitting on a shelf for two years at Warner Brothers for, for no reason, discernibly. Well, I know the reason. They're very easy. It's probably to say terrible. The uh, they, it's Warner Brothers, and they are a what's the an administrative nightmare at the moment. <laughs> they probably and don't even movie, know it exists. Yeah, that movie is probably on a shelf dusty somewhere but and no one knows it's even apparently there. Apparently there's been internal conversations about releasing that direct to HBO Max. Yeah, do it. Um 
which would contradict David Zaslav saying that they're no longer going to do direct to HBO Max films. Hey, well, David Zaslav is not a reliable source. Yes, he is literally the CEO, but pretty much everything he says is almost always immediately contradicted by their actions. So it doesn't really matter what he but, says. But um, I'm interested to see that. Salem's Lot is my favorite King story. It's just it's bad that that movie is probably going to be terrible. Well, I don't think I know any of the Stephen King stories. Ex- Name two. No, there's the tower. Yep, the tower. The yep. It. Mm-hmm. Or the dark tower. Is it the dark, the dark tower? T- that one's a series. Yeah, but that's one of the stories. That one, uh, I believe that one's what, Amazon? It was a movie. They did a movie. But it wasn't called it The out. Black Tower. No, it was. It was called, yeah, it was called The Dark No, it was like The Gunman or something. No, it was called, the book is called The Gun's first one. Ah, but so the movie is but the movie. They did make a movie. It's terrible, and it didn't, it didn't make any money. He's got the bullets, and now Mike Flanagan's gonna do it. So it'll probably be good. All right, what's next? Uh, SAG after strike is still going on. Oh yes, um, we got a lot of updates on that. So the actors' union received a best and final offer in quotes. This is their uh, for context. I believe fourth the, yeah, best, and best and final offer. offer. From the AMPTP this past Friday, uh, the SAG negotiating committee spent the weekend mulling it over. This Monday, they I, said that the deal wasn't good enough. Uh, there was a major discussion over a clause in the contract that allowed studios to pay a one-time fee to an actor, scan them, and from that point on, use their likeness without uh, further need for consent or compensation. In perpetuity, post-mortem as well. Yeah. Uh, the union is trying to negotiate a term of minimums for scans of actors as well as necessary payments and consent from performers if a scan is reused. Uh, no time for the negotiations has been scheduled. Pretty much everyone in the industry believes we're at like, the tail end of this, though. And any day now. I love the how whole... the AMPTP thinks that they get to like decide when the final offer is. Because like they can say it's their final offer, but if they reject the offer, well, what are they going to do? They can do? give the offer and then just sit there and wait for them to have to. You mean take like it. what they've been doing already for months? Oh no, they'll keep doing the same thing. How. Oh no, we weren't prepared for this situation that yeah, we no, literally um, started. The the 2023 TV season is essentially gone. Yeah, no, it's cooked. It's, it's pretty over. much cooked. They're obviously their scripts ready, but um even if they strike a deal tomorrow, they're not going to be able to start shooting anything proper until January. No, yeah. So cuz the holidays mess up everything, everyone gets like a month off. Um in other AI news, Joe Biden reportedly became more aware of the concerns of AI, of AI after oh. he viewed Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, according to White House Deputy Chief Bruce Reed, who viewed See, you the know film what? with the president. I'm tired of people saying art, you know, has no practical application in society. You know how people are, oh, you get an art degree, that's useless. You're providing nothing. Without, without uh, whatever degrees that um tom cruise has joe biden would not medals i know joe biden those. would not be passing groundbreaking ai legislation did he do that yeah he did he made it so that they have to share like their what they're using and how they're training their models with like the government oh that's cool that is cool because now we you know we'll have that information publicly what, available did tom cruise go to college he had to go to some kind of art school but see, we had this movie, got Joe Biden aware of he went AI. To seminary. And 21 Jump Street cured Kanye's racism temporarily. So he did. He went to seminary to become a priest. 
Scientology. Learned about Scientology. So he can become a Scientologist. Yes. Interesting. And worship our Lord and Savior Zidu. The That's alien real. They're gonna sue. Well, no, they won't sue us. They'll just send someone from. They'll their, just send the the. They'll just send someone to, to come break us. our kneecaps and yeah. kill our pets. Who's the? Is it which the... they have definitely never done before. No, they would never do that. Nope, they haven't threatened anyone's livelihoods or killed anyone's family members. Is it the Pinkertons that did that for like companies? I think. The Pinkertons. Yeah, they would like. They were the guys that like companies would call to go like break workers' kneecaps if they weren't like falling in line. Oh, actually, um, you know Wizards of the Coast? Yes. Uh, they sent a YouTuber a pack of cards early for like Magic the Gathering, mm -hmm. and then he opened them on YouTube because he didn't know he wasn't supposed to because he's a YouTuber, and they sent him cards. And that's what people And they YouTube sent do. the Pinkertons to like threaten him into taking the video down. <laughs> that's cool. That's a, that happened, I think, over the summer. That was, that was insane. Anyway, Sam, let's get to one of our two major news stories. Uh, Nintendo. Oh, and Sony have officially know. partnered to develop a live action The Legend of Zelda film. Which should be good news, but for some reason we're not excited. Tucker, Nintendo would you want to share yeah. why? So Nintendo announced earlier today via press release uh, that the following the major Not success, even a press release, a tweet. It was a tweet, but there was a link to a press release. In this is Miyamoto. I love that. I love that. Uh, <laughs> like a broadcast. They do that all the time too. This is Miyamoto. Like <laughs> it's like it's like authority. It's like yep, it's me, Miyamoto, back online. All right, here's some news. And it's like the, the like that verifies who yeah. wrote it. Like anyone couldn't <laughs> this type is this is Miyamoto. On I'm gonna start doing that to all my tweets. This is Miyamoto. I'm gonna put this is Miyamoto at the beginning. What if he like gets mad and sues you and he takes he away your? Mad. What if he, he takes away your Mario games? Do you think he even knows what Twitter is? Uh, he clearly, I mean, he said this is Miyamoto on Twitter. Uh, or X now. So Nintendo announced via press release that following the massive success of the Super Mario Bros. movie, they are officially developing a live-action live action feature adaptation of The Legend of Zelda. Uh, Sony is going to distribute the picture, which will be a collaboration between the studio Nintendo and Avi Arid Productions. Avi hey. Arid and Shigeru Miyamoto will be the film's official producers. Wes Ball, who directed the three mm. Maze Runner films... Those are movies. And uh, the upcoming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Also, I've heard that's a movie. Uh, he's going to direct from a script by Derek Connolly, who wrote Detective Pikachu. Not too bad. And Jurassic World. That's not too good. <laughs> so... I mean, okay, the first Jurassic World? The Dream World, Team. The first Jurassic World or, like, the, the other The first one. one. first one's not bad. I mean, it's stupid. But the first one has a terrible, terrible script. Yeah, but it's like... <laughs> If I was the writer for Jurassic World, you think I'm putting my A material into that script? Or you think I'm going, okay. I don't know, uh, Verizon made a dinosaur and it attacks the dinosaur island. That's. <laughs> but if you're not going to put your, uh, your, a, your best effort into like the billion dollar media property that's like your first big job, are you going to put your best effort into the Zelda movie? He better. We're After sending... Nintendo has shown obvious, complete lack of concern for the script quality of the Mario film. Okay, the Mario movie wasn't bad. It just was a Mario movie. Okay, think about their approach to storytelling in Mario games. They literally said they're not allowed to use characters. That's insane. <laughs> like, given what I imagine the circumstances surrounding what they were allowed to do. I'm sure that that was like close to the best that they were allowed so, to, to make. This guy's track record. Oh my gosh. Um, 
He wrote Safety Not Guaranteed, which was an indie film with Colin Trevorrow. Heard of and that. he co-wrote Jurassic World with uh, four other writers. That's Maybe he wrote the good parts. Uh, <laughs> then he wrote the screenplay for Monster Trucks. That, okay, again, no one. he knew no one was going to see that. Then he co-wrote the screenplay for Kong Skull Island. That movie's not that. Which that you think, oh, that's bad. pretty good. And then you see that Dan Gilroy co-wrote that movie. And you're like, no. yeah, he probably contributed all the good stuff to that one. Maybe he, maybe Dave Gilroy was missing <laughs> missing left and right and needed his help. Then he, uh, oh, he co-wrote the screenplay for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, that's the worst one. That's the one where they make a dinosaur to sell to oh, that's one, people uh, in an evil that castle basement. really bad. That's the, jo- that's the one with the Joker dinosaur. Yeah, that's the Joker dinosaur one. Um and then he co-wrote Pokemon Detective Pikachu again with three other screenwriters. Has he ever done anything by himself ever? Uh, he, he wrote Monster Trucks by himself, but that was based on a story outlined by three different people. Okay, and I don't even count Monster Trucks. And he he did the story for Jurassic World Dominion, and he did the Duel of the Fates script for Episode Nine. Okay, wait that that was like not bad though, not terrible. But it also was not a real movie. So. Yeah, but it's conceptually cool. Do you want Zelda to be conceptually cool? Zelda is already conceptually cool. Okay. If we... I'm, I'm going to give this Sam's guy, huffing a lot of copium uh, dude, right hu- now. I'm huffing every ounce of copium if I can this get. This isn't the Avieran thing. This, I'm oh huffing boy. every ounce of copium, okay? Let's imagine... Let's imagine... The script is similar to the Duel of the Fates script, right? All those... Imagine that that concept art, but that kind of stuff, like that art style, but for Zelda, okay? That could be cool. Okay, that could be something. And, well, it's live action. I know. So is Star Wars. Oh, I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I honestly checked out for a minute. I don't know what you're talking about. And okay, all right, okay. So that's like, that could be okay. That might not be great, but it would at least be okay, all right? Now, what's the producer's name? Avi? Avi Arid. Okay, let's say we lobotomize him, all right? <laughs> and we only keep the half of his brain that produced Spider-Verse. Because he did produce Spider-Verse. Technically, yes. Te- yeah, see? Okay. <laughs> so we do that, and then maybe, maybe we get a good movie. So, just to be clear, <laughs> you're gonna lo- so you're going to lobotomize him and remove the part of him that produced Daredevil, Hulk, The Punisher, Spider-Man 2, Electra, Man-Thing. Okay, wait. Fantastic Spider-Man 2. X-Men 3, Ghost Rider, Spider-Man 3. By the way, Venom in Spider-Man 3 was entirely his idea and his demand. Fantastic Four 2, Bratz, Incredible Hulk, Ghost Rider 2, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Ghost in the Shell, Venom. Okay, Ghost in the Shell actually is Venom 2, Uncharted, Morbius. Uncharted is not good. And Craven the Hunter. Okay. You're gonna lobotomize. Hang on. What if eighty five percent of them that made all those movies? What if we movies? all okay? We can take Spider Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider Mans, not the third one though, but those. We'll take those. We'll take so those like, in the Spider Verse. So like thirty, sixty six percent of that part of and his we brain. get rid of all the rest. <laughs> we don't need the rest. We don't need Venom. We don't need uh. We don't need the rest of that. Morbius, Craven the Hunter. We don't need Craven. That's insane. That he. No, if you know that. anything about. The history of Marvel Studios. He made every bad. He, was, he made every single bad he was, superhero movie. This is not good. He this was, is really bad. He was in charge of Marvel Studios in its infancy, and he was notorious for making decisions entirely based on what would make good toys. Because he was a toy uh, business executive, 
who ended up at Marvel because Ike Perlmutter, who owned Toy Biz, bought Marvel in the 90s when they were bankrupt. It's a whole thing. There's literally a book about it that just came out. You can go read it. Do you think that Zelda is going to end up wearing skin-tight leather? Because, no. Okay, but hear me out, this Sam. This guy does that to women what is in, another... in all the movies that oh, they're on. in. What is another video game movie that Javier produced and that Sony made? Uncharted. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Uh, my fear is that we're about to get Tom Holland as Link. That's, like, locked in now. That's going yeah. to happen. We're going to get Tom Holland Link Zendaya Zelda. <laughs> okay, Zendaya Zelda, though. I'd be okay with that. That's okay. We can keep that. Then but... you get the action figure while guys yelling that Zelda's not white anymore. I, who cares? Zelda's not real. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, Snow White's Snow name White's is Snow White. Zelda's name is not... Zelda white skin princess. That's not a name. No, um, technically, if anything, she'd be like Japanese. No, right? this is going to be terrible. Like, there's no way this is good. You got the uh, Maze Runner guy, the Monster Trucks okay, guy. Well, what are the reviews and for the Craven the Hunter what are, guy? What are the reviews for Maze Runner? Did those? How did those do? I believe the I know they're first like forgettable. Generally liked, and then the next two are not. What's the numbers looking like on? Let's run like the RT calculation. Score? Yeah. First one, 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, that's not very Second one, 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's, that's significantly worse. Third one, 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's not much better than... Uh, okay, uh, what other movies? Has he done any other movies? Nope. Only done Maze he Runner? He did the Maze Runner, and he's doing Kingdom of the Apes. I, okay. I see this as an absolute win. Okay. Let's do... Let's do. Uh, let's calculate the odds. <laughs> it will be good. <laughs> oh, this is not good. This is bad. Why have all studios? Sony. They had to go with Sony. We're never gonna get a good Zelda movie now. Oh my god, this sucks. No, because this is not going to do well. And then they'll never okay, make another one on. again. No, it will do well. It's going to do well. It'll make money. But it's it going will to suck. get poorly reviewed. Yeah. The good thing is Nintendo doesn't really care. As long no, as it they makes money. Nintendo no. Nintendo's the only okay. company that would care. But this is going to make a billion dollars. No, it doesn't matter. Because Nintendo, out of every video game company, except for Pokemon, is the only video game company that I think genuinely cares a lot about its reputation. Like in terms of people liking it. Okay. But see, that part of them is conflicting with the part of Sony that cares 0% about its reputation. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> That's the problem. But so Sony's going to make a terrible movie. See, Nintendo is going to go, this is a terrible movie. We're never doing this again. This is, this is bad. And we're Nintendo and we don't understand what makes things bad. I, so we're just never going to touch a, it again. A thought just passed in my brain of like, Nintendo will let them make like a terrible casting decision for Zelda, right? And then I remembered... Chris Pratt Nintendo is Mario. Chris Pratt is Mario. We're getting Tom Holland as Link. Like, that's going to happen. What if Chris Pratt There's is no way Ganondorf. that doesn't happen. God. That's going to happen. You got to prepare for that reality. Every actor in this movie is going to be someone from a Spider-Man. And <laughs> Anya Taylor-Joy is going to be Zelda again. She's going to be both okay. princesses. Here's my, here's my actual prediction. Tom Holland is going to play Link. Lock that in. Gamble on it. That's okay, going to okay, happen. Okay, actually, okay, real talk. They're going to try to get Zendaya to play Zelda. I don't know if she'll do it. You would do it. With a big enough check. You think they're not going to write a big check for the Zelda that's movie? That's true, that's true. 
And then um, Ganondorf is going to be like like Tom Hardy. It's going to be someone like that. Uh, Tom Hardy could be Ganondorf. Actually, I wouldn't really have a problem with that. Okay, let's make our dream cast for Zelda movie. Who would you who would you cast as Link? I don't know because Link is like not a character. I think Link has to be an unknown actor, in okay. my opinion. I think Link has to be. He a probably new guy. should, but it's not going to be. <laughs> Again, I'm saying dream cast here. If if we're making a dream cast and it's are not we a sure concept. that Avi Arid doesn't know, or are we sure that Avi Arid do- knows that the guy with the elf hat on the cover of the game is not oh, Zelda? Senor. Guys, it's dog time. What it's late doing? night dog time. You're too late to awake. Bunk. Supposed to be in bed. I would cast an unknown blonde skinny skinny person as Link, because that's what Link is. Uh, he's gonna talk for the first time. You excited for that? He'll talk. He's gonna sound like he'll a say, British Tom Holland. He'll say words. Um what, what game do you think they're gonna adapt? I think I would say Breath of the Wild. I think story wise it'll be but more i don't similar. think avi arid knows about any zelda game post 1992 okay, hang on because miyamoto is also a producer and he at least knows what zelda is <laughs> so you know i don't think we have to worry about that i think story wise it will be most similar to breath of the wild because that's the most tears of the one. kingdom also was just breath of the wild so they seem to be stuck in this this is the story we tell now type of beat um i don't i think looks wise it will look most like twilight princess because twilight princess was the most kind of like i guess gritty or like realistic looking of the zelda games i don't think it's going to be i think it's probably going to be i don't think it'll be gritty and like pete it's not gonna be cutesy i think it'll be none PG. of the zelda games are really cutesy except like the the toon link ones and they're not going to adapt a toon link one and make it live action that would just be stupid that wouldn't make any sense i think it's going to be pg though I don't... they're gonna do pg though I think if they wanted it to be PG, they would have just made it animated and they'd gone back to That's elimination. True. I don't know why they're not doing it. I think, I they, like I think they're going, the going for choice. PG-13. I feel like an animated movie would have been the safer, the safer choice. Yeah, I, I, that's why I think that they are willing to go a little bit farther. And if we think about the history of this project, this is, in my brain, I'm assuming, some offshoot ripple effect of the original Netflix pitch. That happened a long time ago. Mimoto says in the press release that they've been working on this with Avi Arid for you. So we, we know that this has been in the works for a long time. It's given what Av, given his the movies he makes, those are all PG thirteen blockbusters. Bad, mostly bad, but yes, I'm talking like tonally. They're all PG thirteen mm-hmm. blockbusters. It, the, if we look at the movies that the director made, they're all PG thirteen blockbusters. Young adult. Yes. Yeah, they're all young adult PG thirteen, eighteen to twenty one, sixteen to twenty one, whatever. They're all that age demographic. Mm-hmm. I think this will be a PG-13 movie. I, I don't see it being any other way. I mean, look at the Five Nights at Freddy's. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a game that is also heavily, heavily child audience. Even though it probably shouldn't be. That has a massive child audience, and that movie was PG-13 and kind of pushed it for in some parts. Um, anyway, this is going to make a lot sucks. of money. This is going to make probably a billion dollars, regardless of the quality. I think... A billion? Sony and Nintendo. I don't know if it'll make a billion. Mario made over, over a billion. Yeah, Mario is three times more popular than Zelda. Yeah, but if it's been. Zelda, Zelda's gonna appeal to a wider age group. No, it won't. Well, okay, no, Zelda's going to That's appeal. Not true. 
Zelda's going to appeal stronger to like an older demographic than Mario does. It's also going to have, given the creative people, it's also going to have famous people on the screen. That's true. It's going to have live action movies inherently. I mean, I'm saying Tom Holland as a joke partially, but also like that would be a smart marketing decision to put someone like Tom Holland in the lead. As goofy as it would be, Tom Holland probably could be a fine link. Uh, Yeah. He looks young enough he's a guy he's a skinny <laughs> white boy which is links the three defining traits <laughs> it's like i feel like it would i feel like a billion is pretty i mean they just easy. dye his hair blonde I mean, and he's we're, good to go. we're entering the era of the video game movie like that's where we're going yeah next. that seems to oddly be and this the is going to be like now. the peak you know why okay i think we're moving in the video game direction because video games are so intrinsically in, in like entrenched in internet culture and like the youngins are like that's where they live and so like and fnaf just made a million million gadillion yeah like obviously fnaf is making a lot of money and fnaf's entire fan base but the majority of fnaf's fan base has never played a fnaf game no they just watch youtube they just watch youtube videos about it so like i feel like the future of movies is stuff that is based on hyper relevant internet culture i don't know if that's necessary and I think video games are like the epitome of storytelling I in that form. I think that of all the mediums that have been producing adaptable content recently, and this aside from maybe books, video games and books are not nearly as popular. Video games are extremely popular, more popular than movies right now. That's just a fact. Yeah, no, they make way um, more money. Those stories are incredibly well known often not told very well because as awesome as video games are most video games are not great as a storytelling medium aside from like some rpg i would say most video game story is not the main focus to gameplay or graphic or there are a lot of other things you're balancing with a video game there are a lot of very good games and very yeah i'm not i'm not saying that there's not there's games never have good stories i'm just that is the future of storytelling yeah gaming i think that movies can adapt story part of games better than games like look at i mean fnaf is a perfect well, example okay FNAF has no story until you pick it apart and then you find the little story bits you know, like that i think or like but, any shooter game i think movie stories and video game stories have very different appeals like intentionally yeah. the appeal of a movie story is to be invested in the characters in the world for two hours and then leave like a video game story has to be structured and told in a very different way because the person playing the game has to be able to experience it like firsthand in a way that it's not for movies. Like you can have a very, very like uh, questionable or like morally gray protagonist in a movie in a way that you can't in a game, because if you do that in a game, the person playing the game is like experiencing the consequences of their actions in a different way. Well, you could do that in a game. They just get really mad and write a lot of angry videos. Well, also people don't want to play as a terrible person. Yeah. Unless Unless Grand Theft Auto aside. People don't... Okay, well, yeah. People generally don't want to play through a narrative as like a bad person. They don't want to feel feel like they're doing bad things. You're more accustomed to watching a movie where a person does bad things because there's like a level of disassociation from it. That it doesn't exist in a game. And that's why I think that the Last of Us show and uh, the uh, season two will be much well received in the video game. But I think that's it's... beside the point. Yeah, I think that's anyway. Cool. My point Discussion is for another day. I think there is a very large repository of stories in video games that have a 
opportunity to be adapted in a much more streamlined way uh, to a much yeah. larger audience. I, and I think that is a very natural You are thing definitely to opening it up to a, I don't know if a larger audience, but definitely a different audience. Yeah. And I think traditionally, video game movies have done very poorly. But in recent, in recent years, years that is not we've gotten a couple decent to good ones like mario mario was pretty good mario and performed really well five nights at freddy's is doing gangbusters it even had though it's a massive second weekend not drop, really related it's, to it's an app at all it but was so cheap it yeah caused, it's gonna make a lot of money uh there was the gran turismo movie which even though it also had nothing to do with the game was like a fine yeah. movie um, uh, the Sonic movies are Sonic on the up movies and up. are actually kind of funny and actually pretty good. And they make a lot of money. Um, P- Detective Pikachu wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. It was pretty much on par with what we expected from a Pokemon movie. So, I mean, we've been getting decent adaptations so far. Last of Us, so it was a TV show. Last of Us was, was really, really good. good. I'm trying to think of a... I know there are a lot of are in development right now. Yeah. But anyway, this is obviously like... Especially, I know this is gonna like this is probably a little premature, but when the Marvels opens and it has that record low opening weekend, I think we are officially going to be in the transition, yeah, out I, of the superhero movie fad into the video game movie fad, and that's I not a bad thing. Hollywood is fads; like everything I, is a trend. I don't think video game movies have had their Iron Man yet. Maybe Mario. If Maybe it was Mario. anything, Mario made like $1.3 billion. Yeah, but Mario <laughs> isn't going to last the same way Iron Man did. No, you can't build off. It's going to be a different way that the franchises are like, built. If this off is of the next other. fad, if this is the next like trend, it will be much shorter. But also, I feel like the audience, what the audience wants is very different from what they wanted 15 years ago. Unless we like get there was the Smash Bros. There was movie. a desire for that cinematic universe in the MCU's prime. I don't think yeah. there there's not that desire anymore. People I think generally want shorter stories or at least stories that aren't like twenty five movies long. And you know people watch movies in TikTok clips now. And like the shorter movies get and the less of them there are, the easier they are to digest in TikTok clips. That's true. And that's Although where every that's the studios don't make any money from the TikTok clips, so I don't think that's going. I'm to saying, be their but focus. like that's that's like the that is the attention span of your average audience member. Like that's where it's headed. We're headed towards I think uh, pre MCU stuff, where it'll be just back to like a movie series will have three, four entries, and then it'll be done. Yeah, I'm fine with that. But you know, I mean, everything will come back eventually. The same way 3D comes back every 20 years. Yo, cinematic okay. universe will come is back 3D? every 20 years. It's been a minute. What's going on? Avatar did it, and but no they didn't one else bring did. it back. It didn't. Well, I guess some movies are doing it now, but it's not like they'll a big show thing right in now. 3D. I, I, just, I think it's not coming back. What happened? No one's making anything for 3D. We're just putting movies in 3D. No, we saw a movie. No, FNAF had like 3D scenes where like stuff just like was in your face, but no one is like James Cameron is the only person like making that as like the way it's supposed to be watched. Everyone else is just like making movies and oh i guess this part works in 3d yeah Alrighty. what's next also it's super expensive which i think is the main reason it hasn't made a comeback yeah inflation's real bad right now and paying 25 dollars for a movie ticket is not the ideal situation for maybe most people. just don't make it more expensive Costs the same amount of money to show it well you gotta 
Those glasses aren't cheap, Sam. Those 3D folding glasses. I think they glasses. are, actually. I think they actually are extremely cheap. And right. probably contribute well, greatly to climate change or something. Let's get to our next story, which is over the MCU. MCU is a Sam's. <laughs> oh, my God. No way. So there was a big, about a week and a half ago, it was like a week ago, there was a big article in Variety uh, titled... Was the big cover story called Crisis at Marvel? Jonathan Major's backup plans, the Marvel's reshoots, reviving the original Avengers, and more issues revealed. Crisis on by Tatiana Siegel. Uh, Crisis go, on Infinite Movie. You can go read the Variety article for yourself. It's got a lot of um, interesting gossip and and rumors. It and, really is Crisis on Infinite Movie because the MCU just keeps going and this doesn't stop. It'll stop eventually. One day, but one day. When we're dead. Oh, yeah. We'll probably not be alive <laughs> when it does. Which is why it's It'll Crisis of end. Infinite oh, Movie. <laughs> I don't want to think about how many Marvel things. <laughs> Let's talk about okay, the so what ha- what's, Kevin what's Feige saying over there? Kevin Feige met with his Marvel uh, creative think tank. They have their annual retreat in Palm Springs in September. Mm-hmm. Marvel Alliance. However, this time their meeting was a little bit more of a of a panic than of in previous an, years. We are gonna. Die. So on top of the the writers and actors strike, which has obviously prevented uh, shooting anything, but also prevented any sort of internal development for many months. Uh, the most pressing issue that they had to deal with was Jonathan Majors, uh, the actor who is supposed to be the cornerstone of the next phase, but is now in a high profile trial in New York. Uh, creatives discussed possible backup plans like pivoting to another villain. Uh, the article mentioned Dr. Doom, but that's not been confirmed as a thing they actually discussed. Uh, but the character has already been introduced in Ant-Man 3 and is said to have a major role in the Loki season 2 finale. Uh, quote from a top dealmaker. This is kind is of a shaky source. Yeah, this is from the article. What is a top dealmaker? I'm reading the thing. <laughs> Marvel is truly effed with the whole Kang angle. Uh who says one top dealmaker was reportedly seen the final Loki episode and they haven't had an opportunity to rewrite until very recently, but I don't see a path to how they move forward with him. Uh, the brain trust is also grappling with the upcoming release of the Marvels, which is projected to have the lowest opening weekend worldwide in the studio's history. Uh, that movie's also been plagued by lengthy reshoots. They reportedly did four weeks of reshoots earlier this year. Um, director Nia DaCosta had to leave the production during the editing process to go work on another film in London. Um, the article tried to paint this as like a weird negative thing. However, there have been several other reports that have come out that this is like a fairly common practice. Yeah, why and also she was need to be there for all the post. And also she was assisting with post-production uh, remotely from London. Uh, DaCosta was forced to exit early when the release date kept shifting. Uh, once it swapped with quantum mania and then it was moved back to July and then to November uh, in June, Marvel held a test screening to friends and family in Texas that apparently did not have positive results. Dang, you know what's bad if the friends and family were like, oh, maybe not. Uh, Marvel executives were said to have been put in a pickle in 2020 when Disney had a corporate order to begin production on vast amounts of content for Disney+, Plus, uh, with the goal at the time being to either always have a film in theaters or a new episode of a series debuting on Disney+, Plus at the same time. That is absurd that they actually thought that was a sustainable thing. Yeah, that's insane. You're you're delusional. I'm sorry. That's a delusional. You're not thing creating an entire subgenre for Marvel content. There's not that much of an insatiable want for that from the general public. Uh this constant pipeline has had a massively detrimental effect on VFX workers, of course, who are working 10-hour days, 7 days a week, trying to keep up with constantly shifting deadlines. 
um, the studio, the article specifically mentions the VFX on Quantumania because that film was moved up three months. Um, they had to crunch three extra months of VFX work into that time. Yeah. And it released without finished effects. Um, multiple Disney Plus series have apparently released uh, without finished VFX, and then they have later updated those episodes after they've already come out. They, it specifically points out She-Hulk as uh, that being the case. Um, other stuff from the article, specifically referring to She-Hulk, that apparently executives ordered to be recut because the origin scene from the first episode was apparently in the last episode. Why? And then they were told them to move it to the front so that the audience would understand what was going on. Um, that show apparently had a budget higher than that of Game of Thrones. What? They were spending over $25 million an episode on that show. How? On what? I... On what? Um, Game there... of Thrones has like dragons and whole armies of actors all with names who have to be paid union rates <laughs> all fighting each other at the same time. How on earth do you spend more on She-Hulk than Game of Thrones? Uh, um, according to... Uh, so there are signs that the flood of product is leading people to tune out. Um, Joanna Roberts, who wrote the book MCU, which I have bought and have started reading pretty good. A book called MCU. Yeah, it's about the whole history of the whole thing. But she says, I'm not prepared to call it a permanent fail, but based on the numbers that go with Marvel podcasts, Marvel-based articles, friends who do Marvel-based video coverage, all of these numbers are significantly down, which is pretty obvious. I think uh -oh. generally... The, the public enthusiasm is about it. Is Comic Drake down. is going to go through some hard times. The quality is suffering in 2019 at the peak. If you put Marvel Studios in front of something, people were like, oh, that brand means quality. That association, that association is no longer the case because there have been so many projects that have felt half-baked or undercooked. No way. You mean I don't even you, think it's... You mean when you make a bunch of bad things in a row, people go, I don't even think it's just go, for that oh, that's not reason. Good. I think it's just that like general audience. Like I think it's become too complicated for a lot of people and not even because it is super complicated no but just because people have seen the quantity of stuff coming out and believe that it is coming so intricate that they can't understand it anymore i, I don't really think that's because like all everyone i know still goes to see marvel stuff like it's not that they feel like they can't get invested it's that every time one of my friends goes to see a marvel thing they're always like yeah that sucked that wasn't good I do think it's both. I I know generally a lot of people I know aren't keeping up with any. I know nobody watches the TV shows. No one watches, but no one ever has. But so I, I don't really a lot of people didn't. Like a, no, a, I don't know song. anyone who saw Ant Man. Uh, uh, the only people I no know, one I know seen it, are all seeing hated it. No one is seeing the Marvels. I can tell you that now. That movie has zero public interest at all. Um, people saw Guardians, but that that movie specific. This article specifically points out like that was this year's bright spot. Yeah, that was. But the the guy who was solely responsible for that project is moving to run DC. Like even um, Black Panther, which Black Panther, No Way Home and Guardians are their three last like big hits, big hits. And Black Panther was like, okay. Like it wasn't, it wasn't on the same level as Guardians three or Spider-Man No Way Home. Like it was just, yeah. Decent. Critically or box office. What? Yeah. I think like, it might've made about the same as Guardians three. Obviously, Spider-Man made way more money than Yeah, but that's because it has Spider-Man's name. But, like, I think it's just because the quality has decreased significantly, and it's very obvious I think just generally, it. like, even if it hadn't decreased so dramatically, I think people just 
generally associate like higher quantity with lower quality. Like it can't all be good if it's there, if there's this. Everyone much of it. who has also seen the shows, anyone who has seen the shows is like, oh, this also is. Yeah, good. again, I have literally not met a single person who has seen any of the shows. I've seen everyone I know that has has only seen like one or one two or two. Them. Yeah, they're like I've seen. I saw Wandavision. And if you throw a dartboard at the Marvel shows, odds are you're gonna hit one that's like, like okay. I I dare you to find someone on the street who has seen. Moon Knight. Marvel or Secret Invasion or Moon Knight. Honestly, you know what? Hawkeye I feel like a lot of people if? saw Secret Invasion. That's another. That was awful. Terrible. In my opinion, I think that's the worst MCU Secret project. Secret Invasion? Today. Yeah. I think Probably. Secret Invasion is the worst MCU project so far. It's competing with a lot of other recent stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. It's competing Eternals, with a lot of Black recent Widow. stuff. Yeah, Thor 4, which had Thor insane 4. hype. Multiverse of Madness, which also had insane hype. Those needed to succeed. And they did not. And they did not. Um, um, yeah, it's not. So then this article good. goes into detail about the Blade reboots. So Mahersh- oh, I heard about that. So Mahershal Ali signed on for the role of a vampire. Things look promising for a 2023 release date. But the project has gone through at least five writers, two directors, and one shutdown six weeks before production. One person familiar with the script permit for mutations says, says the story at one point morphed into a narrative led by women and filled with life lessons. Blade was rele- relegated to a fourth lead, a bizarre idea considering the studio had two-time Oscar winning Ali on the board. Yeah, that seems like a really smart plan. Uh, amid reports that Ali was ready to exit over script issues, Feige went back to the drawing board and hired Michael Green, the writer of Logan. Uh, speculation of the studio is ma- trying to make the film for 2025 with a budget of less than $100 million, which would make sense. They're trying to keep stuff cheap now. I think that's doable. For Blade, I think that's doable. But the real report here was that they're now getting so desperate uh they're strongly considering and even reaching out to the original avengers castmates who come back and reprise their roles so robert downey jr chris evans yeah i heard that and scarlett Johansson. i could not find any real sources for that but we also know that they were going to do that this is going to happen yeah we, eventually that's what the secret, question is that's when. what's no it's secret wars that's when we know when we know when and we know exactly why this is not a real question this was never a real question. We knew that they were going to come back. I, no one, no one can seriously tell me that they did not expect these guys to come back eventually. No one. You, you know they're going to come back. No, this is comics, baby. It's a comic thing. They always come back. No one is ever dead no one except dies. Barry Allen, and even he came back. So no, no one dies. Yeah, no one dies. Um, but it's just... That, I don't think that's going to work the way they think it's going to no, work. No, it's not going to help. One, it's only been four years since Endgame came out. It's not going to achieve it. Has it been that long? Two, you already did the get the original Avengers gang back together for one last nostalgia adventure. That was Endgame. Yeah. You already did that. What do they do? What it's do you so dare other than have them stand in a room together and go, look, everyone, it's the Avengers, but they're all 50 now. What do you do with that idea? And if that is the plan, then why did they spend so much time setting up all these like young Avengers? Because I believe I think their plans were massively jacked up by just like everything going on around them. I think their plan was probably Black Panther, Spider-Man and Captain Marvel are the new trio, right? Yeah, Chadwick Boseman obviously passes away. That's That's a horrible tragedy that ruins a lot of the stuff. Regardless, Captain Marvel, the movie made a lot of money, but Brie Larson 
is not positively resoundly unlikable to every even the fans of captain marvel are like yeah i liked it but she was not fun and then obviously spider-man's still around but there was obviously that very public legal dispute back from a few years ago which could and they come back at any time and they don't technically own the film rights to that character sony does whatever they want to with him so i feel like whatever plans they had were kind of screwed and now they're just like winging it and adapting on the fly because they have to release so much stuff they don't have time to think it through they just have to keep going until and, they reach and a they have point. not had that consistent through line that the other marvel movies had now that the story was not necessarily like continuing one after the next but like it's not even like characters that like are commonly seen together are doing things together i think uh with the original three phases of marvel movies there was obviously like iron man captain america right and these guys are the guys we're focusing on yeah and then like built all of these events are going on around these characters and then there's peripheral characters and i think the audience was good at discerning these are the main ones and these are like dr strange is a peripheral character right we had he's a glorified supporting guy we had the avengers thing to tell you there was everyone else and then there were a bunch of other side guys out that had little fun adventures and would like, occasionally team up. And who it was are all... the Avengers now? Yeah, there's... Who, who is, who's, who's on that team? Who's running that team? Is there an Avengers? They have the exact same problem that the Marvel Comics had. Yeah. Who's on the Avengers in Marvel Comics right now? Probably Iron there's Man. There's probably <laughs> like two people alive that could answer that question. <laughs> the writers of that comic The writers book. of the current <laughs> Avengers line. And that's it. Those two guys. Because it changes all the time. And that is very hard to follow. And when you don't have that clarification of like, this is the main team, then everyone just seems like a peripheral and nothing seems important. Which I think the audience sees right now. Spider-Man right now is the closest thing they have to a main guy that stuff is going around. But the thing about Spider-Man is he's almost like, even if he's included in the universe... He's too big. He's independent, right? He's too big to to be with everyone, to be the I have said guy. this for a long time. No matter what happens to the comic book movie subgenre, right? No matter what happens. For the next hundred years, they will still make Spider-Man and Batman movies. And they Guaranteed they will never stop. Like, those will... Spider-Man is the most popular character. One of the most popular... The most popular comic book character, but one of the most popular characters globally in the world spider-man is and the batman modern, is a close number two spider-man is the modern hercules he's that's the level he's on he's he's immortal yeah and those two will always exist so everything or else going around around them regardless if spider-man's doing really well if everything else is failing then that is all a failure and if spider-man continues to do well that's because he's spider-man that's not because the brand is strong in any yeah way. so i just think they're they're running around they're chasing their tails the SAG strike has made things even worse. I think what they should do is take a break. I think they need to stop for probably a year. No, I think they should Reset. have taken a break after Endgame, and they didn't. They did That's... take a break. They had a forced break for 2020 because they couldn't do anything. No, they didn't because Spider-Man came out and like then a they came, month and then, after Endgame. And then 2021 hit, and they literally released nine things in one year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there was no break. Like, there was a... They showed the trailer for Spider-Man at Endgame. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, they need to. They need to. Sl- they are. They are obviously making a conscious effort too, but they need to slow down. They need to rethink this. 
They need to make an Avengers movie. It doesn't even have to be a Kang Dynasty or a Secret Wars. They just need to establish who the main characters that the yeah, who is, general public is supposed to care who about. Who should I be caring about yeah. right now? Because it's not Doctor Strange. Because you can't expect every, them to care about everyone else. Doctor Strange is too weird. I'm sorry, he's too weird. His powers are not defined, defined enough for the general audience yeah. to be able to care about him. That's, th- that's the number one criticism that I always hear of Doctor Strange. Is people go, what are his powers? And then I go... He's magic. Um, yeah. Uh, who? Who? We got Ant Man. No one. No one gives a crap about Ant Man. Ant Man's gone. Let's not pretend like anyone cares about Ant Man. After that third movie, Ant Man's never have, showing up again. We have Falcon, Captain, Captain America, who is who not, was introduced two years ago and has never been mentioned since. Should should be in more things. If yes. they want him to replace Captain America, he needs to be everywhere. That's the other thing been. is they keep setting all these pieces. And then 35 things come out before they move them again. That's what I'm saying. Like with, with the, the It's other, not even just the quantity, it's the lack of focus. With, with the older MCU stuff, they would introduce a character. And even if they didn't do anything important, they would at least show up in a thing and be like, oh, I am still here. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, remember me? Like when Captain America Shield shows up in Iron Man 2, or when Black Widow shows up in every movie. Yeah. You know, like they had stuff going on. That would like let you know what's important. If you think about the post-credit scenes of the old Marvel stuff, right? Captain America: Winter Soldier post-credit scene was Wanda and Quicksilver. The next year, the next Avengers movie came out and followed up on that. Yeah, the post-credit scene of Thor two was the Collector. The next year, Guardians of the Galaxy it. comes out, follows up on that. Like there was that immediate, like they had the Thanos one, right? Yeah, but even that they like threaded through like the first time. And he showed up cameo. in Guardians of the Galaxy two and years then later. They alluded on the Guardians, and then there was another cameo in Age of Ultron, and then they did Infinity War. Like the problem with the new stuff is they're like Captain America, Sam Wilson, right? Mm-hmm. And now there's a four year gap before we even mention him again. Like you need that immediate follow up so that it feels like an actual like narrative thread that you feel like it's connected because otherwise you're just throwing Legos across the room. And then sticking random parts together, and you're just expecting people to follow along. Like, like, look how cool this thing I built is. It's just a mess. It's just random pieces. Anyway, but other minor MCU news. Uh, David Scardapin Scardapin, uh, is going to be the showrunner for Daredevil Born Again. He worked on Netflix's Punisher show. Okay, that's fine. And Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead are going to direct the series. They did the direction on Loki Season 2, and they also directed uh, like half the episodes of Moon Knight. All right, I'm, that sounds they do good. A pretty good that job. sounds solid. See, this is what they need. They need like, they need the directing team who is like the consistent Marvel TV directing team. Yeah, the guys who so we you know get that can consistency. Yeah, yeah, that's what they need. This is good. They also announced a new thing called the Marvel Spotlight Banner. Uh, that's going to release projects that are independent of the main MCU continuity and more character focused. The first uh, one is Echo. Echo is going to be part of the MCU. I Spotlight. disagree strongly with separating it. Separate thing just makes it more confusing it makes it way more confusing and it's already too confusing <laughs> just say marvel what is this why so the parents know to like put timmy to sleep first yeah this that's is what the marvel after for. dark that's I, I, I don't think this is a good idea i don't think that um all right well that's it for the marvel news for this week talk about a the d- d- review you want to talk about news. five nights of freddy's <laughs> A movie I've seen twice. Uh, let's talk about FNAF. All right, FNAF. well, this is, I guess, old news now. We can kind of speed through the FNAF review. I don't think anyone really expects an You've all seen review. it. Anyone who cares has seen it. It's so bad. It's oh not good. God, it's, it's awful. It's uh, actually it's super horrible. It's so bad. 
just for spoilers because who cares um spoilers for a 15 year old it's not scary game. there's one horror sequence in it two there's two, two. one at the midpoint one at the, it's end. the same thing exact yeah. same uh scale. it's really boring main character is super just a nothing burger like man okay you know what? I, a you third know what? of okay. the movie i actually do like the main character i thought what they were doing with him was interesting i like the dream thing i thought that was i thought that could have been more i didn't like how every five minutes we had to go watch that same scene again yeah that's what i'm saying it could have been more interesting they kind of and squandered like that concept stupid that scene was like logistically and how yeah, it, it does, doesn't it, tie into anything else it's or really make any dumb, sense but that idea it, that idea should have been something that's what you know what i'm saying it could have been something it could have been interesting but they they did nothing with it um, yeah, a third of the movie the is devoted to a really dumb subplot that goes nowhere. The police officer Vanessa is just a all around. Every time I heard her talk, the movie got dumber. Like every time, like the her movie... character is so erratic and makes no logical or like she's not consistent she in her zero, decisions like, at all. The script treats her with zero consistency and like internally like her character has zero consistent logic on why she does anything. And like okay when she first shows up it's like she's a police officer she like this is on her beat she like checks it out every once yeah. in a while like okay i get it but then it's revealed then, that she's at the end of the movie it's revealed that she's afton's daughter but and she knows about all of the murders but that i, I want to i want to talk about her character throughout the movie sure, so sure, sure. The next time we see her, it's when he brings his sister, his little... Yes. She, he has, like, a nine-year-old sister. And he brings her because he couldn't get a babysitter. So he brings the little girl, and then the police officer's like, oh, let her play with the spooky murder robot kids. I'm not evil, but I want her to play with them for some reason. And then, no joke, like, ten minutes later... She's like, you were insane for bringing this child here. That was a terrible idea. She's going to get hurt. Yeah, and How she's like the one actively telling her like, to let her stay there. That was you. You said and to do that. And the dumbest part is that the main character brings that up to her, and she doesn't respond, and no, they never address it again. she shuts down and leaves. They never address it again. It's like the two. It's like the person writing the script was like, oh, hey, we should probably address the fact that we just directly contradicted ourselves three minutes ago. And they were like, ah, it's fine. Just keep move on. And then after it's revealed that, like, Okay, they don't ever reveal anything. Ever. They treat everything like a reveal, but even though there's, like, there's like, nothing to she's reveal. She's like, my dad, William Afton, killed those kids. It's like, okay, but I don't know who that is. Yeah, if you're not a person I was who's not familiar with game who, yeah. theory, you're not going to know who that is. So, okay, William Afton's a murderer. Got it. And then she's like, and I can't help you fight him. Okay. Like, I can't, I can't do it. And I'm like, okay. In my head, I'm like, okay, so maybe like she's a robot. Because in the in the, that's what I was thinking too. I was yeah. like, she's a robot. In the FNAF story, she there, physically can. There are human characters that are actually robots that yes. were made by William Afton, and I'm like, okay, or Henry Avery. Sure, that's why not. He can be a robot. We know the robots exist. Okay, but then later on, they fight William Afton, and she's there, and she's like, no, actually, I can fight him, and that was a lie, and, and I'm then shooting she gets him now. Stabbed immediately and goes into a coma. Yeah, that was really dumb. This it's this whole movie was. I love so that dumb. they treat the William Afton thing like it's a big reveal that it's Matthew Lillard, but there's four characters in the movie. Yeah, it's four. the other there guy. Are literally four. There's the main guy. Okay, wait, no, there's there's six because we're the lawyer and. But the everyone else is dead at that point. Seven, yeah. So there's the there's one character left who can be. It's 
by the way, his plan makes no sense, right? So, okay. So William Afton, owner of Five Nights at Freddy's, killed also serial killer, killed a bunch of kids, uh, stuffed their corpses in robots. The robots became possessed by their ghosts and started doing murders. And the, the way he did the murders was he would dress as the, the Golden Bonnie yes, character. Yes, and he would lure them into the back room. And them and, except... Except for when he randomly followed a random family into the woods... Waited for the two parents to look around for a second for With a his towel. magic car that makes no yes. noise except for when it's driving and away. In the split second that his parents weren't looking directly at him, grabbed the little kid, put him in his car, drove away, killed him, and that little kid is not related to any of the other murders he did at the restaurant. Okay. Why is that? Why is his brother not one of the robots? Like. Also, why him? Why so, did he okay. follow this random family into the woods? My guess, according to the FNAF lore, is that that was the first murder, which is why it wasn't consistent with the other ones. So his first murder was just he kidnapped a random child in the woods? Yeah. And, and he, then after that, he did he the hadn't, whole gimmick. He hadn't established his MO yet. And we, we know that it happened at least before most of them because we see the, his daughter with the plane, which we know was the kid's plane. So we know that that happened like while he was still, before everything got shut down. So if his daughter was there, right, mm -hmm. when he was running around and then he left and his daughter was still there, would he have then not had to come back and get his daughter? Therefore, he would have been able to see what car it was and they would have been able to what? figure out that that's no, the No, no, his murder. daughter wasn't at the, the kidnapping. She not? She just had the toy plane in like a photograph later on. In the uh, that doesn't, who took the photograph? It was like just in the, it was at FNAF. It was at oh, the place. It was just like a birthday picture. It was just a picture of her and her dad. It's not that I can't crazy. Do it. Um, but that's my guess. My guess is that that kid, okay. my guess is that that kid became the puppet, which we know is like one of the more, maybe he'll be the more puppet. infamous characters in that universe. And he didn't show it mysteriously that character who is arguably the most important character in the the lore didn't show up in this movie my guess is they're waiting to do that in the second okay one. but like if that's a major part of the plot and they just it's just oh yeah it should have been it's very stupid that they chose not to include that. and then like okay in the present day he's pretending to be a career counselor under a fake name yet he also still owns the Five Nights at Freddy's restaurant. But pretends not to. But pretends not to. And what he, I guess what he does is he hires security, uh, security guards to work at the restaurant. And then the robots kill them. And then he no, that's uh, it. hires a new security guard for fun. Remember Blender Freddy? Remember the Freddy that's just a blender? Yes. And then it has, serves no purpose. And it's just a blender Freddy. it's big and scary. It goes, and they and the nets a blender, Freddy. Oh no, it's Freddy! <laughs> oh no, it's Freddy! Oh no, it's Blender Freddy! Oh no! No, this movie is just—it's so long. It's nonsense. It's and boring. Nonsense. It's not. It, there's it, there's nothing scary about it at all. Every time the robots are on screen and they're supposed to be doing something intimidating, it's laughable. And then they're never intimidating. Some there, people are like, like "Oh, scenes. it was so funny," and I'm like, "But it's not like trying to be funny." You're like supposed to take it seriously. There also, are some there's good no jokes. Funny okay. parts in it. I, the lawyer guy's funny. Sure, but I he's like in two guy. scenes. He's only in two scenes, but he's great. And then he disappears from the movie. But he should have been the main character. Should have been the main character. I would watch a spinoff of him. And okay, the 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 subplot with the aunt also makes zero goes sense. 
No way. So the main, the older brother, the main character, the security guard. Mm -hmm. he, at the beginning of the movie, he like violently assaults this guy. For no up reason. almost murders a dude because he's like unstable, I guess. Off his meds. And so the this aunt takes advantage of that situation, rightfully so, mm -hmm. uh, and is like, "Hey, he's got this little girl living with him. I want custody, and I'm and and I all I only want the custody for the government check." Yeah, that's the reason they gave in the movie. But she has a lawyer following her around, and she's like at all times, and she's paying criminals to like ransack the restaurant, and she's paying she's like paying these criminals off to do. She is investing things. way she's, more in this than she would ever get yeah, from a government check. Do you for know how watching much this kid money the government gives you for like that kind of like welfare like support stuff? Like nothing. Like probably like a thousand bucks maybe per month or something like that max. Like, there's no way that it's worth more than having a lawyer on retainer 24-7. Yeah. And, like, paying random junkies to, like, And, like, wrestle. paying drug addicts to murder, to, like, to bash, up bash up a restaurant. restaurant. When he's not even working there. Yeah. Which, so why would he get in yeah, trouble oh, for that? Oh my, her plan is to send in these criminals during the day when he is not on shift yes. to, to bash up the restaurant. And, by the way, why isn't there a security guard during the day? William Afton only thinks it's fun if they get murdered at night. That's silly and stupid. Why would he even want, like, he's not even there when okay. they get murdered. The like, reason, why would he enjoy the that? The reason that they give for wanting a security guard isn't even a bad reason. It's like, they don't want the place getting broken into at night. Yeah. They, they want to keep the property. Teens. Yeah, to, to be, like, not gross. Like, okay, sure. Then why not also have a day security guard? Why are you paying to keep this restaurant open and not just have it be a functional business? Yeah, well, it's because they got shut down by the FDA. But, but not shut down all the way. It's still there. Well, they couldn't operate the business, but they can keep the, the property. Then bulldoze and start again. Yeah, maybe. Maybe their business license was revoked maybe or something. William I don't know. It, does, it doesn't make any sense. I'm, um, I'm sure the excuse that the filmmakers will give is that William Afton's a crazy person, so he doesn't have to have a reason to do anything. But I not, like to think that's just not, lazy oh, wow. writing, because it is. Uh, okay, I give it a 2 out of 10. Let's yeah, not recommend. Thing. we got a lot of other stuff to talk about. Um, Loki, season 2, is wrapped up. No, it's not. No, there's one more. One more. But the, oh my gosh, this show has been so good so far. It's been freaking nuts. Remember it's episode good. four when the time goes? I do remember that. Remember when Loki goes? I am now Loki, god of stories from that one comic book where that's my name. Sure, remember when he says that. No, but I'm sure it happened. Did you not watch? The, I did the new one. Yeah, I, I remember. It's good. I like this last one. I like the looking at all the characters like their their, their real regular lives. lives. Yeah, that was yeah, fun. that was a cool reveal. I like the Mobius. Sells it, jet yeah, skis. it adds a lot more to Mobius. Gives him some like, depth. He had kids and he didn't even know. Uh, with a the office guy is one of the people who escaped Alcatraz. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Because the, the background, they never found those guys. They assumed that they died. They definitely died. They pretty much definitely died. They 100% died. But they never <laughs> found the bodies, and they did find the boat. So there was a yeah. little bit of like, ooh, what happened? But uh, I think it, I, I like how Loki has done that with like different people who went like missing that's and making I, them like TV. That's what I characters. originally wanted more out of the show was like time adventure stuff. And there is some of that. Um, there's obviously a lot more multiverse Stuff, which I'm not as interested in. Either. This one doesn't really have multiverse stuff in it so far. Like not really. Like they've there's less stay of on the, the variants. They they stopped with the variant thing. Mostly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is just a, a quality written show. Uh, it's just well directed and it's got a great cast and it just works. Um. One thing I was confused about is like why does uh why does past Kang have like a stutter? He doesn't have a stutter in the future. 
Well, it's a different version of Kang. No, it's this. He says it's the same one because they're on the, the prime timeline. Victor Timely. Yeah, he's a different guy. Okay, well, the one the, he's he not said on the it's the same guy. Yeah, it is. No, it's it's when they get there, it says prime Victor time. Time. Go back. He's a different variant. He's a different. Variant. Okay, you're saying that, but it's just patently not true in it the show. True. It might be true in the it comics, but in the no, show, it's he's not. He's a different guy. It, he says it's not. There's a million different Kangs. Do you not Kang remember that? Says part? it's him. He said it's him. He said that yeah, is me. because they're all him. But he's from the prime timeline. This is not. The, do you think Victor Timely becomes Kang the Conqueror? That's what he says in it's the not show. The, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay, what timeline is the prime? Why would why would the one uh, what is he called the the one who remains or whatever? Yeah. Why would he preserve that prime timeline if that's not the one he he's from? That doesn't that, make any sense. He was preserving that timeline because like he just wanted there to be one. Yeah, but it has to be the one he's from, or he wouldn't exist. Do you not understand maybe, how that works? I don't, maybe it's the same. I guess it... Oh, you're saying it could be he who remains. Yeah, it, it has to be him. It, it doesn't make any well, sense. Well, he's dead. I mean, they're both dead. He's dead now, but he's dead in the future now. But he's dead in the past. Present. The past version of him is Victor Timely. That's what I'm saying. Well, Victor Timely's dead now, too. Yeah, so... turn into spaghetti. Who dies when is not I don't know. my point. I'm just but my point is Victor Timely is supposed to be... The one who I becomes guess, that guy. I guess he is. And why does he have a stutter if he didn't have one in the future? I don't know. I just thought that was kind of funny. It's not really like I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be a different version, but where I don't care that much. Um, yeah, it's just a fun show. The the guy who said make Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston time cops should get a race. Yeah, that was a good choice. I would I even if they just stopped with like the Marvel inter universe interconnectivity stuff. I would watch eight seasons of just Loki and Mobius time doing Loki. time cop stuff. Yeah. You know what that would eventually turn into, though, right? Quantum Leap? No, it would turn into uh, Legends of Tomorrow as well. I wouldn't want them to be, like, fighting <laughs> space gorillas and flying around a spaceship. I would just be like, some guy got murdered in the 40s, and we got to go use our go magic skills to solve crimes. Out. That's all I want to see. That'd be cool. That'd be nice. Anyway... Uh, also, Gen V wrapped up, but I didn't finish Gen V. I guess we'll talk about it later. Um, my take on the Gen V finale is it just sucked. Um, I liked Gen V as a show. I thought Gen V was really good. I really liked it. And then in the finale, after all this buildup and all the things that the characters have been doing the whole time, one character specifically just decides pretty much out of nowhere to just be like evil for no reason. And then she goes and, like, murders a bunch of people for no reason. And then the other characters in the show, like, try to stop her. And then Homelander shows up and the show just stops. All the characters get arrested and put in hospital jail. And it, that's it. No resolution to anything. It just stops. Like the Seinfeld finale. They all go to jail. Yeah, they, it just... But ends no uh, okay cool i'm sure they'll resolve it all in season two of gen v or season four of the boys Can we get like season ones of shows that at least come to a stopping point like i'm i don't care if you keep making more if you plan to make more if you set it up to make more but can we just get to like a stopping point like a place where the story naturally makes sense to pause because then you won't be then you won't have that cliffhanger for season yeah but i don't really want that i just want like okay you know what invincible perfect example that's true that show had a phenomenal ending but it left you wanting so much more it 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 ended just right you got that good resolution mm -hmm. to, to what the show had built up 
But at the same time, you, you still have so next? many unanswered questions. You yeah. want to be like, I want more. That's what I wanted. I wanted like a nice resolution, but I want more. I didn't get that. I just got... Eh, well, now you're going to have eh, to wait for th and three eh. years before the next season comes out. Like even... Okay, even into the... Sp across the Spider-Verse, which also kind of abruptly ended. Literally, still had... the definition of an abrupt ending. Still at least kind of like came to a stop, an interesting stopping point. Like we left off in a place where it, I'm curious to see where it goes. With this, I'm not even curious to see where it goes. Because do you know how many times in The Boys we've watched superhero characters escape a scary hospital? That's like half the show. This is like the fifth time. No, I am not interested in watching see, that was characters my problem escape a scary with the hospital. Show in again. the first place, I was like, okay, they're doing superhero college. Well, and then my my like writer producer brain clicks on and it goes, okay, what do you do with a super with the boys' college, right? Well, they probably have gross powers and they do weird, gory sex stuff. It's like, okay, check. Uh, there's probably a secret evil hospital. Okay, check. Uh, Homelander cameo. Check. It, remember, just like you just check boxes. Like remember that's when where she it goes. blows up a man's penis and he survives. Oh well, that's like boys one hundred and one. No, he survives is fine, and then seemingly just kind of is okay with that for the rest of the show, and like is a recurring character who seems to just be like now perfectly chill with the fact that his. I penis feel like exploded. they just exploded. I feel like they just enter every writer's room for these shows and just like. Okay, what's another penis thing we can do this year? Uh, does she shrinks and goes we've done to big penis? Huge we've penis. done exploding penis. Even though they already did that before, they've they've exploded done and done penis. shrink tiny penis already. Both mm -hmm. of those things they've done already, and they did them again. Well, there's only so, again, there's only so many things you can do. They they have superpowers. There's only so many different there's big penises. Infant, you can do. They could have a guy who's got three penises. <laughs> Why not? They had a guy with a super long trunk penis. Seth Rogen just wrote that down in his notebook. That's yeah, they're they're cool. taking notes as I speak. Yeah. What if he's got like foreskin that eats people? They, they're definitely gonna do that now. This now is all I've free stuff. It, this is all free stuff. for taken. free. What if they start doing vagina stuff? They've barely done any vagina nah, stuff. I don't know about that. Why not? It's not as funny. Why not? Penises are inherent. What they funny. do boobs stuff? What they have a giant? She got giant boobs. She, she, was, she, she crushes she, people she with her giant, giant boobs. Remember, she got real big. Yeah, but she didn't crush anyone with her boobs. They had a guy. They they got giant penises all the time. I'm just That's saying true. they could do giant boobs. Anyway, also. Uh, Invincible was that came back this week. First episode of season two came out. That was and, really good. Uh, not a lot going on. I mean, it's the start of the uh, yeah. It's the first episode, so I didn't out. expect much. But I, you know, after okay, after the first episode of Invincible season one, my immediate thought was like, okay, what are they gonna do? What's gonna be the way that they do that again? How are they gonna do that again? And then they're just like, eh, eh, nope. And I was like, oh. okay. Like, I, I probably shouldn't have expected that. But, okay, again, writer-producer brain turning on. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, okay, the first episode of Invincible Season 1, we had that crazy reveal. Yeah. We got to do that again. We got to do another big crazy reveal, even if it's not as crazy. Got to do something. And instead, they're like, and eh, the brain guy's evil Well, now. I think with the thing with Invincible is, like, because they're just so straightforward adapting the comic. Like, if the comic doesn't, like, have Are that they? Is, is the comic this heavy into the multiverse this early yeah. on? Yeah, it is. That seems really coincidentally it's, it's, timed. Yeah, it's luck, I guess. No, because the the um the uh I almost called him home. The Omni Man Invincible fight happens like multi like multiple multiple issues. Like it's it, it the comic takes a really really long time to get through. There's it, it, there's so much happens in the comic. It ran for yeah a really yeah. Long time. So yeah, no, the, this multiverse stuff happens pretty early on. But anyway, yeah, it's it's off to a solid I'm excited. start. I like Invincible. I think I like it more than the boys. Being I think it is. Uh, uh, 
The Boys is really good, but I just personally find Invincible... Invincible is more fun. More easy to enjoy. The Boys is such like a you-have-to-be-in-the-mood-to-watch-it. Yeah. Because it's so grim and cynical and gross. Like, you have to just be like... It's hard for me to, like, sit and binge episodes of The Boys. The Boys hates superheroes, whereas Invincible critiques superheroes. Or, like... I don't even think it's a critique. I think it's just more just trying to do something interesting with it. Yeah, the, the, but the boys yeah. is the boys is generally concerned with just mocking things. Invincible is more concerned with like spinning them in a new direction, which I think just personally just appeals to me more. I'm just not yeah, that I just personally of a find person. That I like it when the universe takes uh, well. The boys does take itself seriously, but there's no there's never any like it never the stakes never feel balanced. There's always that like sheen of of gross out comedy that's like yeah. always there. Well, wait, okay, and, my, that, and none of that is kind of stuff is present. The boys always feels like there's absolutely no way that these guys are going to succeed, and everything they do fails. And every yeah. single plan they ever do fails. It's kind of getting a little bit like, okay, yeah, wow, they failed again. Great, cool. Okay, cool. Why are they even doing this? Whereas like Invincible has that same fear factor to it, where like, but there's this is, like an insurmountable threat. But they still have, like, some way of making it interesting when people do, when things go down. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, anyway, uh, what else do we get? Is that, I think is that's that it. Um, to talk about? We'll be back oh, next. Oh, the, the last episode of Attack on Titan happened, and I do want to talk about that. Uh, I have not seen it yeah, yet. You know this is a show I know nothing about, right? You need to watch this show. I'm not going to watch it. I don't know. You need... Let me... I'm going to say this. You know my strict anti-anime policy. This is the greatest piece of on-screen media that has ever been made. Whoa, chill, uh, That's my chill. honest opinion. Nah, that cannot be true. You have to... I, I cannot properly I can explain s- it to you. No. Okay, you know you're how... You're just wrong. <laughs> I'm not wrong. That's the thing. That's the problem, is I'm not wrong, and you're never going to know, because you'll never watch it. You, if you watched it, you would know I'm right. That's the thing. It is the it is the most consistently you did not just call Attack on Titan the greatest film or TV show to ever exist. People who have seen it will just agree with me. Like I'm, it's not even a hot take. Like I'm not even kidding. That's legitimately ask a cold my take. My anime knowledgeable fan, my anim, anime knowledgeable friends tomorrow or at some point over the like next I time. I recently rewatched it, and I've I've seen it once all the way through before, except for the finale. I haven't seen that. Is it not like translated to English yet or whatever? No, I just I wanted to rewatch it before I watched the finale. Um, there are details that are so small and you write them off so easily, but they are just so important and they mean so much. And you can tell how much the the creative people behind it legitimately wanted everything to be cohesive, and that is something that is so lost on most stories that we see today like with the whole marvel universe they're just spitballing random garbage it none of it's related none of it none of they don't care about the quality of the story i'm sorry they don't same with star wars star wars pretends to do this like they pretend like everything's connected and everything matters but it doesn't like the clones being having the chips like they made that up decades after the fact and then pretended that that was always the way it was when we know it wasn't Attack on Titan actually cares and actually does that kind of stuff. And it's really, really cool to see when it happens. 
So that's my take on that. Everyone needs to see Attack on Titan. It's just, it's just the it. best show. I will die before I it's watch probably Attack the best show that I have ever seen on TV. I've never seen a better show on TV. Than Attack on Titan. Maybe there are better shows. Maybe better shows exist. I haven't seen. There them. are. 100%. This is the best one I have ever seen. Hands down, it's not even. It's not even close. Sam, have you ever seen Cheers? Cheers this is the is most boring good. show ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and again, to the people watching who have seen Attack on Titan, they know that I'm right. And that's why I'm completely confident in saying, like, I'm not even prefacing this. I'm not even pretending like this is a hot take because it's not. The Attack on Titan is definitively the best show I have ever seen and probably the best show that has been made in my lifetime. I can't think of one that even approaches the level of quality that Attack on Titan has achieved. The only problem I have with it is the production like schedule, which is not the story's fault. That's like a business, like behind the scenes type thing. Like that's not the story's problem. And that's my take. Anyway, I'm like, wow. Hopefully I'll finish that by next week. You we'll love see. Attack on Titan so much. Why don't you marry it? Because it's not a person. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll be back t- uh, next week to talk about the true epitome of quality cinema in the Marvels. I can't yeah, wait. I can't wait to watch Attack on Titan and then the Marvels. I can't wait to just whiplash. I'm going to die from the whiplash. You know, those, um, did you see that clip online of those like two TikTok podcasters saying that Martin Scorsese movies are like going to the DMV? No. Okay, well, there's some two morons who said that. And I was like, going to the Marvel, going to a Marvel movie is like going to Target. No, going to a Marvel movie is like <laughs> going to main event with no money. It's just a lot of loud noises, angry children, and like drunk adults. And weird smells. Yeah, and weird smells. And sticky surfaces. That's a Marvel movie. That's a Marvel and you know what? When you're a kid, going to main event is awesome. Freaking sick. Even when you're an adult, there's still some fun stuff to do at main event. But like, generally speaking, it's mostly noise. And like main event, it's better when you start drinking. <laughs> Attack on Titan is a three-star Michelin restaurant. The MCU is main event. It's main event. Main event cafeteria. And you have to go because it's your little, it's your kid's friend's birthday. And you have to be there. And you have to be there. For at least two hours. And so you spend, <laughs> you you ball once with yeah. the other adults and you spend the rest of the time on your phone in the and like And you save up your tickets cafe. and then you go in at the very end and they give you a And little then little treat. Timmy goes up to you and he goes, I spent all my money on my card. Can I have more? And, and you then go, you give no. him more. And then he spends another 30 minutes in the, the arcade and, and then a, he wins a, a nerd's rope. Sam, uh, we're recording this before we've seen the movie. Which what, what famous Marvel character do you think will have a cameo in the post-credits? Oh, didn't they say it was Kate Bishop? Uh, my, Kate Bishop. I'm locking in Wolverine. What? Like Wolverine's gonna that's show up. That's insane. What Some do you X-Men mean you think thing. it's Wolverine? I think it's gonna be an X-Men that's, thing. That's absurd. That is, a, that is an Watch insane thing you right. just said. I think it's gonna be an X-Men thing. What? It might be an X-Men thing, but it's not gonna be Wolverine. Why not? Because they're gonna save Wolverine. But he's the X-Man. That's he is so X-Men. dumb, what you're saying right now. <laughs> All right, we'll be back next week. Bye-bye.